Hello, internets. Hello, internets. Welcome to the GG Cast, episode 15, spoiler cast episode number one. Witness me! You've officially been witnessed. Yeah, Not and witnessed. then I spray silver spray paint all over my face and fire up the NOS, and, <laughs> and then there's a absolutely BA guitar solo. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should actually just go watch the the new Mad Max instead of doing this podcast. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a really good idea, actually. Well, uh, I think it's an okay idea. No, it's it's a pretty solid idea, actually. That's a really good movie. It but you know what movie. else is great related to the Witness? What's that? Wait, Witness. Oh, the, yeah. The Witness is, is is great. The actual game, The Witness. But we'll get to that later. Uh, yes. First introductions. As always, I am the host of uh, this post-apocalyptic train wreck uh brian here with my best buddy jason how you doing jason not too bad guess what next week i get to be the host that that's true this that's is scary start actually. all over again on episode zero i think i'm i'm slightly concerned i'm actually really concerned but we'll, i'm excited to listen to it we'll have a good time you'll be in belize don't give me that crap i i will be out of the country and i will not be listening to the podcast but i'll listen to it when i get back maybe yeah, there Possibly. you go download i just need to see way. if you trash talk me <clears throat> oh that'll happen yeah see, so i need to know what i need to come back to when i get back that's Down- the only reason i'm gonna listen to this thing download it on your way back from belize just put it on the phone so you can listen to it on the airplane oh i like that you just actually be- maybe just play it over the loudspeaker yeah you just be angry yeah you know what i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend playing it over the loudspeaker speaker because uh First and foremost, let's touch on an email we received this week. The email address works. The email address does work, and we did get an email. Uh, I'm going to pull it up just because it's funny to read. Um, We did get an email from a listener. uh, I'm assuming a listener or a really good troll, one of the two. I'm hoping it's a troll. Um, But this listener said, and I'm not going to say her name, but said, Hey, guys, I have not listened to your podcast until I recently found out my 11-year-old son listens. He was playing it in the car last week, and I have to admit, I was surprised at the language that you would use on a podcast that children listen to. I don't understand the need to swear in a public forum. Is this a public forum? And into that, I'd say, first and foremost, no. This is you and me talking in our microphones privately that can be available to anybody who wants to hear it. Second of all, I would say, I mark the podcast as explicit. For the reason that, uh, you know, every now and then I might let the F-bomb drop, or you might let the F-bomb drop, or, well... I think basically every episode I let at least one one <laughs> or two swear words out. Um, and tertiarily, or third, um, I'm sorry if your kid caught an F-bomb, but I hate to break it to you. If he's listening to anything on YouTube, he probably heard worse. So, so I remember, I've got two points on this. Um, one... When I was 11, I was playing Doom and Doom 2, uh, where one of the guns is called the Big Fucking Gun, uh, yep. the, the, the BFG. Yeah, um, it's it's out there. Naughty words exist. Uh, the other side of this is, to the 11-year-olds listening to this podcast, good on you, um, but also don't play this where your mom can hear it if she's not going to let you listen to swear words, dude. <laughs> um, just... I mean, really, like not to not to be a horrible influence because I have a kid of my own who, at some point, I imagine is going to hide stuff from me, and I shouldn't be giving out any sort of pointers. But you know, just don't play this around your mom. Yeah. So, with that being said, I feel bad. 
I do. If, if, you know, I exposed your kid to something he didn't want to hear, then I'm sorry. Um, I don't. But just just know. We, that, we put the explicit thing on there for a reason. Yeah. I, I don't feel bad. And I want my kid to be able to listen to this podcast, so I do my best not to swear, but sometimes it comes out. And so I apologize, but uh, next time just know that it's marked explicit for a reason. Anyway, It'll be okay. I think so. Anyway, now that that's over with, let's talk about news. Yeah, news. Yeah, there's a little bit of news this week. Not a whole lot for a couple reasons. One, we took a short week. Because uh, you're leaving for Belize. And two, uh, I just really want to talk about The Witness. Um, so the biggest piece of news that I want to talk about real quick is in Overwatch. Um, so there is a new Archives expansion coming out next week. I believe it's the April 16th through May 9th or something like that. Um, so sounds like it's going to be led by Tracer. Um, and then it'll have a few other folks with said Tracer. So... Um, Looks to be a good time. Definitely focused around the uh, Omnic Maximilian. Um, so I'm excited for it. Should be fun. Yeah, a lot of these little events kind of do a good job of getting you in there and fired up for a little bit more uh, co-op-y type, non-PVP type stuff. So uh, hopefully this is going to be something cool like that. And hopefully there'll be some interesting skins because I think I have like 5,000 gold right now that I need to spend on something yes i have uh 2500 that i need to spend somewhere so uh it should be fun i'm excited for it though i think 2500 is not going to give me anything because usually the new legendary skins are like 3k so yeah come on something good for brigitte for brigitte anywho that's really the only news i wanted to talk about there was a lot of other stuff going on this week but um nothing really that i wanted to keep us from talking about the witness the witness the witness yeah so uh, we did not cover any other games that you played. I'm, I'm imagining that you, you played some of The Witness. We'll talk about that I did later here in Witness, just a yep. second. Uh, did you play anything else, though, this week? I did. I played I played Overwatch. Uh, I played uh, some Apex. I played some World of Warcraft. Um, I booted up... Oh, God, what's the name of the game? Um, it's in our Humble Monthly Bundle. It's, uh, it's these... They're like masked fighter dudes... Oh, masked man. fighter dudes. Is this the one with like the the forest animals that are murderous killers? No, 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 no. It no, looks no, a little no, bit like an XCOM no. game. Hold on, let me. I'll look it up. But it was it was good. It was um, it was a good unique game as a whole. Um, but uh, I I don't know. I don't know if I would actually stick with it. You know what I mean? So this unknown game that we they're yeah, maybe going to find out is on. not worth playing. Right? I think that's probably close. Um, Absolver Downfall. Ah, uh, okay. That's the name uh, of the game. Absolver, yeah. Um, didn't play it before. I am looking forward to playing it. Uh, from everything that I know about it, it is very mechanically in-depth. Um, for like a fighter brawlery type thing. It's brawler is definitely not the right term for it, but for that style of game, it sounds like the, the combat's a little bit more involved than what you normally get in, in that type of thing. Yep. Um, and it, it's multiplayer, though, correct? So we can, like, maybe it is mul- badly fight against each other? We could fight against each other, yep. So it is multiplayer. Nice. Let's do it. Yep. For this game that you said is not worth playing. It, it, it was a good time for, you know, a little bit. But it was kind of like, remember the Rocket Ages? Like, I had yeah. fun playing it for a while, and then I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this. And then game. you were happy to be done with it. Okay. Yep, exactly. Cool. Same idea. So Perfect. that was my week. Okay. How about you? Besides The Witness... Uh, played a little bit of Overwatch, some WoW, and some Baba Is You. 
Um, still, still plunking away. Baba, away. Baba is you, huh? Still plunking away, Baba. Yeah, it's uh, I I can't decide if I really like the game or if I'm really frustrated with the game. I think it depends, uh, puzzle by puzzle and day by day. Uh, it is, it's an okay commute game because it is one of those those style of games where it, it does somewhat benefit, uh, as far as a puzzle game goes, of thinking about these little puzzles. Uh, coming back to them later and, you know, figuring it out immediately type thing. So I have had a couple of those where I will play it on the train in the morning, sit there for 30 minutes, just getting nowhere, leave, go through my work day, and then hop on the train to go home at night and just immediately it clicks and everything's great. You know, you solve that puzzle right away. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I'm still enjoying it. It's it's a little bit up and down. You know, there'll, there'll be an area that I get to where I maybe pound through two or three puzzles pretty quickly on my commute. And then, like I said, one that takes me almost an entire day to kind of get through. Uh, but it, it's, it's been fun. And then uh, also working on Final Fantasy VII on the Switch. And uh, the wife picked up the Yoshi's Crafting World, Yoshi's Crafted World, whatever that one's called. Yarn Yoshi's sequel. I... So I, I might actually bring the Switch along and play that on the, the plane. Something that's just, you know, mindless and fun like those Yoshi games are. Naturally. Mindless and fun yeah. is the best way to play a, a Yoshi game, I think. Well, it's also, I think, good for on the plane. Like, I don't want to think when I'm on a plane going on a, a trip. Because uh, I actually have a work trip coming up here first and then go from the work trip nicely down to Belize. So it's, you know, maybe I'll think of something or pick up something simple and easy to bring along like that. There you go. There you go. Good but deal. that is not why we are here tonight. We are here to talk about The Witness, uh, which you might have heard me talk about every episode for the past couple weeks now. Uh, this is still free, I believe, on the Epic Game Store. So if you are listening to this now, I think you do still have another week to go and pick it up. Uh, if you miss that, though, or if you are listening to this later after that is no longer available, and I'll actually pull it up here uh, to give some dates on things because hard numbers are nice. Uh, but if you miss that deadline and you have to actually buy this game, just buy the game because it is so absolutely worth it. Um, just phenomenal game. Uh, let's see. April 18th, the free game is no longer going to be free. And then it goes back to being money that you have to pay for it. Uh, but you know what? Pay that money and then play The Witness. So that is nine days from now, April 18th. Jason, Jason, you're playing The Witness right now. I, I am. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was playing The Witness. <laughs> I apologize. So there's a couple ways we can go about doing this. Um, the way that I thought we would maybe break this up um, is we can talk a little bit about what The Witness is and kind of your feelings on it, maybe some of my feelings on it. And then we can do kind of a spoiler warning and, you know, wrap the show, do our little goodbye spiel and everything. Uh, and then for anybody that wants to be spoiled a little bit more on The Witness... Uh, and I'm, I'm still going to try to not spoil everything on it, and I am certainly not the person to spoil everything on it. But uh, that way, at least, if you if you are playing this game, if you want to pick it up while it is still free in the Epic Store and everything, and want to be able to experience it yourself, you can kind of get away from the spoiler stuff. How's that sound? Uh, sounds good. Can I leave at that point in time, too? <laughs> you definitely can <laughs> leave at that point, but the problem is that you have to be the one that puts this podcast together and actually publishes it. So, oh, crap, you're uh, right. That might, that might be tricky. You are Jason, correct. what do you think about The Witness? You know, dude, I, uh, so my gateway video game, when I was six and a half, seven years old, I remember it vividly, I was at my Uncle Brett's house, and he had this old, as 
get out computer. Um, I mean, it was new in his time, but like if you were to see it, see it today, it probably had like a 256 meg hard drive. Um, sure. But it ran a game called the miss or called mist, not the mist, sure. but mist. Uh, and mist to me is, um, it's just super nostalgic, has a lot of like memory and uh, I, I'm really enjoying The Witness because it brings me back to that. It does, yeah, it does have a little bit of that sort of feel where it's this uh, 3D environment that you're moving through. Uh, in Mist, if I remember right, you kind of move along in segments. So it's almost like when you go into like the first person mode in Google Maps where you kind of like, you know, bounce along from like spot to spot. It's not like a fully 3D movable sort of thing uh, like The Witness is. But yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, different biomes that you go to, the puzzles that you solve. Uh, the difference, I would say, is that I also played Mist as a child, and I don't know if I actually solved a single puzzle in that stupid game. Whereas uh, The Witness, I have solved hundreds of them. You know, I solved quite a few puzzles in The Mist. Or in, I keep saying The Mist. In Mist. Saying the Mist, yeah. yeah um, the. So I solved quite a few. Uh, I enjoyed it. It, uh, it kept me engaged mentally, which was good. Um... But uh, I do, I I honestly feel like The Witness is quite a bit harder than Mist was. And I, again, really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because have you gone back Man. and played Mist now that you're an adult? I, well, no, I have not. Uh, although it is available on uh, GOG right now for yeah. $5.99 for anybody that would actually like to go back and play Mist. So if you've I would got... not recommend it, but you should, you should just play The Witness free. Anyway, yeah, so Mist as an adult you think is actually a little bit more solvable. Yes. If you go back and play it as an adult, it's a lot easier to consume and, and understand kind of the the way the game's playing. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Witness reminds you a little bit of Mist. Yep. So, good call. So, continuing on my – I went to Nostalgia Land and just checked out there. Uh, so, Witness reminds me of Mist. Uh, quite a bit in the aspect of it's it's a puzzle game um you don't really know why you're there you don't know how you got there um but you do know that in order to get anywhere you have to solve these puzzles and the thing i love about it and it's actually the thing that everybody gripes about like every single person i've talked to so far about it is they don't tell you anything oh they tell you nothing at all like there's there's no like hey this cube is a puzzle like, you walk up to it and you're like, this looks like a puzzle. What happens if I click on it? Oh, I clicked on it. It did something. What did it do? It it drew a little line. Okay, maybe I need to bring the line over here. Oh, well, that did something. What did it do? You know, like, it, there's zero instruction at all. Um, and I think the cool part about it is, though there is zero instruction, like, the puzzles naturally get you to a point where they're they're kind of teaching you how to do them um without telling you how to do them right so the first one you look at is super easy you're like oh that's super intuitive i'm just going to do this and then the next one's like oh maybe that first one wasn't as intuitive as i thought (laughs) uh so if i do this and this nope i didn't get there oh i see it's this and this and then you go sure yeah no it's it's, um it's it's pretty brilliant in how they do it because um I mean, these are simple line puzzles, and, you know, this is, maybe this starts to get into the spoilers a little bit here. Um, The entire game is line puzzles, right? There's nothing different. You are never going to all of a sudden get to the next section where all of a sudden the puzzles change into something new or whatever. Uh, 
at the end of the game, you will have done 665, if you do everything in the game, uh, line puzzles, where you start at some point and you get to some point, and that's the puzzle. But what's amazing about it is that they find ways, uh, Jonathan Blow, the game designer, and whoever else worked on it helping to create these puzzles, finds ways to make them still somewhat unique and interesting by introducing these other features like you were talking about. Um, and I think it is absolutely brilliant the way that they do it, where they never tell you any rules. It's like, you know, you, you start the game and there is a circle you can click on and there's only a single path you can draw that line and you make a line and neat. And, and then you have to do a puzzle that's slightly harder where you draw a squiggly line to move around a couple bends in, in the puzzle. And, and then you have to actually choose a, you know, more like a maze path, which again, like none of these are complicated whatsoever. But you really quickly start getting into these puzzles that have different shapes and different symbols and different colors. Um, and you get into puzzles that will have multiple lines moving at the same time. And then you get into puzzles that incorporate multiple of these different things together where you have to know what the shapes and what the colors and the symbols mean to be able to solve the puzzles. But all of that is stuff that you need to learn on your own from the game. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Uh... Again, I'm going to I'm going to do my best to avoid any sort of spoilers, but like some of those puzzles where y you know, you have two lines moving at one time and then you have one line moving at one time, but there's technically two lines moving, like that stuff gets <laughs> sure, yeah. gets weird, man. You're like, "Oh, uh, uh no, wait. Yeah, you oh gotta, god. Uh, there's like a sneaky hidden line in there somewhere that's moving too." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that stuff gets pretty cool. I like that a lot, but yeah, um, I think the way that they do that is is really interesting. Um, I think that for me, the the big cool hook to this game is not necessarily those line puzzles because I mean, at the end of the day, you are moving a line through a little grid, uh, and these grids never get that massive where this is going to be necessarily a, a super big hook to the game. Uh, what's interesting is the aha moments. It's the, you know, you move to a new area and you try solving the puzzle, but you've never seen any of these symbols before and you, you mess around with it for five minutes, you don't get anywhere and you move on to another part of, of the game and you try to solve a different type of puzzle or something. But at some point, something clicks in the way that you are thinking about these puzzles and you have that little epiphany and you go back and you solve that puzzle and that opens up a whole new area of this this game world that you haven't been to, this island that you haven't been to yet, and you go and you solve the puzzles in that area. Um, and there are definitely times that you will come across if you continue playing through this where you will be stuck on something for potentially hours. Not necessarily working on a single panel for hours, but you know, like just not being able to solve this type of puzzle. But once it clicks and you realize what they are trying to get you to do, you will then pound through 30 puzzles in a half hour. Yeah, I've had, I've had instances like that where I, I'll stare at something for... 20 30 minutes and just be like what the heck i i got no idea what's going on so i'll just leave it like i'll go to a different section to do different puzzles because i'm at that point where my brain just can't like you get to a point when you're looking at it that your brain like zeroes in on one way to solve that puzzle and you stop thinking about the eight million other ways that it could be telling you to solve it and so you, you just don't think about it right so i'll i'll step away from that puzzle i'll go find some other puzzles or some other area i haven't explored do some of those puzzles and then come back to it and then you're absolutely right when you come back to it you look at it for like three minutes you're like oh duh and then you draw you know draw your line and everything's back to normal and you're knocking things out but you definitely do get 
to uh, coin a phrase we say on this podcast a lot, you definitely do get analysis paralysis every now and then looking at some of the sure. puzzles. Yeah, you, you absolutely can if you if you really stare at them. Um, let's talk about the world a little bit. So you're on an island. You uh, there is no exposition in this game whatsoever. You start in a little tube, basically. You solve a simple puzzle. That opens up a door, and you're in the island. Spoilers. Um, the island is cool. I mean, what do, you, what do you think about the environment, I guess? I love the environment, dude. I actually, I'm really surprised at the, you know, for a puzzle game, I'm really surprised about the, the feel of the environment, the graphics. Um, you know, part of me wishes that I could just jump or like climb walls <laughs> sure. or something instead of just running in a straight line. But I do like the fact that they implemented a sprint. Yes. So I'm not just yes, walking. You can, you can walk or you can run. Yeah. There's there's uh, no stamina. You can run yeah. indefinitely. Yeah, that, I do like that. So you can get around a little bit faster. Um, I actually like uh, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to uh, to avoid spoilers. But I like the design of the environment and the design sure. of the landscape and everything else. Um, and just yeah, the thought I mean, that was put into it. Yeah, I think we can you know say without spoiling anything um this map this this island that you're on is kind of divided into different biomes for lack of a better term uh where you kind of have these different zones and it's not necessarily something like a zelda game where you've got like the the forest temple and the fire temple and the ice temple but uh there are some different unique areas as you go through this map and there are some some major landmarks that you'll see that can kind of be used as reference points as you're going through it and everything um there are different paths that you can take there are hidden secret things off of the different paths uh but what's cool is that they they do a good job of dividing these different areas uh or the different puzzle types up into the different areas so it does give you some kind of visual cues that you are maybe moving into a different type of puzzle uh and kind of a a different mode of thinking in some cases yeah absolutely Absolutely. So I, I love the environment. Uh, like I said, movement's not that big of an issue to me because you can sprint, though it would be nice if I could, like, I don't know, fast travel or... But sprint then, sprint then, even faster or... Then you yeah, wouldn't you... experience the environment, so I totally sure. get that, but... Um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then really the last thing that I kind of, I guess, wanted to maybe touch on before we start jumping into some of the more spoilery stuff is... Uh, you talked about how there's no story, and there there is no real story. Right. Uh, but there are is uh, a good amount of i guess what you could kind of consider like environmental world building or something like that um where you will find stuff throughout the environment that kind of tells a little bit of a story in different areas you know a broken window and the rock that was thrown through it to break it or statues that are kind of set up in different ways and are very uh evocative of different religious connotations or those sorts of things that i think are are really fascinating and it's it kind of is a nice break, I thought, sometimes, uh, especially when the wife and I were playing this, of you almost kind of stop as you're running from puzzle to puzzle and just take a moment to kind of take in this little environment that that you're in at that time and kind of think about it a little bit of, you know, what it's trying to tell you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I, uh, uh, I did notice a, a number of statues where you look at the statue and like, what the heck is going on? But then you get at the right angle and then the shadows from behind the statue and the way the rocks were set up. And I'm like, Oh, it's a dude juggling, you know, things yep. like that where, ah, um, you found the, you found the juggling guy. I, I like did that find one. the juggler. Yeah. He's a good one. So, uh, <laughs> you know, things like that, where I did notice a lot of that in this, in this game as well, where they're, they're very creative with, uh, the environment in the, the, 
zones in general. I like to quite yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then really, I guess I, I found one last thing that I did want to touch on. Uh, this game is a little pretentious. <laughs> a, a very lot of pretentious. Uh, so Jonathan Blow is a brilliant man. And if, you, if you've listened to any of his stuff or read any of his writing, uh, the dude is a literal genius. Uh, did you ever play Braid? I did not. That was, that was the no. first game. Okay. Uh, that one is also probably available on GOG at this point with how old it is. Uh, I played this back on the Xbox 360, and that is a another phenomenal puzzle game. Uh, very different than The Witness. But you can tell that he is a very intelligent man, spends a lot of time thinking, and he has peppered The Witness with audio logs um, that pretty much dive into how pretentious he can be at times. Uh, so what you'll find as you move through it, and again, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, and there's really nothing spoilery in it anyway, but uh, you'll find a lot of audio logs and lectures that will be kind of maybe inspirational quotes or uh, a, a treatise on thinking and uh, the human condition or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of philosophical things, a lot of religious things that you'll get in it. Um I guess have you have you come across a whole lot of these yet? Yeah, I found actually I found quite a few of them, and I, I'm trying to, um, you know, the the puzzle guy in me. I'm sitting here trying to figure out if they're all tied together, or if they're just random <laughs> spatterings of some psychopath. You know what I mean? But um, sure, <clears throat> yeah, I have found um, a few of them. My my feeling is that it's it's more the latter. Uh, this is <laughs> kind of the ramblings of uh, <laughs> of a disturbed mind. Yeah, but that's what it seems. It, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's the type of thing where, especially as you are, you know, balls deep in some puzzle that you just cannot figure out, to listen to some philosophical ramblings in the background, I, I don't know, it, it's a fun feeling on it. It's a nice mix from shooting some dude in the face in Overwatch or whatever to then jump into The Witness and that is, walk that is through a, a nice riverscape listening to philosophy. Did you, I'm sure you did find it, but did you ever find the video recording in like the theater room? Oh, oh, buddy. It's like 14 <laughs> minutes long. I just, I was like, oh, how buddy. do I shut this lady up? Uh, we'll get, we'll get into some of that in the, in the spoiler section, maybe. All right, good. All right, good. <laughs> I'm all about it then. Um, all right. So, so overall feelings on it then. Um, I know we were talking about this before we started up here. It sounds like you're not too far in. You've kind of done maybe two sections. It sounds like. Yeah, I've put in, and I say not far in. I've put in probably eight hours, and I maybe okay. have solved two sections of puzzles. But with that being said, I think I've seen all the sections, and I've solved some puzzles in each of the sections. Okay. Um, the one thing that I do like about this game and hate about this game is I I kind of called it out earlier, but you go down a path of solving these puzzles based on what you think is the right way. And you're getting these puzzles, right? And you're like, Oh, okay. I must've had it figured out. And then you get like halfway through this block of puzzles and you're like, well, that should have worked. Why didn't that work? I don't understand why that didn't work. And then you try to do sure. it again. And you're like, wait, it, it's not working. And yeah. You, you almost end up trapping yourself even worse because you think you have it figured out and you actually confuse yourself even worse. Yep. You slowly have an epiphany that you've spent the last 20 minutes trying to solve these puzzles with the way you thought you knew what you were doing. And you realize you have to go back to the beginning because you had no idea what you were doing. Sure. Yeah. It's so I played through this game a couple years ago and I actually did fire it up the other day just to start playing through it again. Uh, 
I did not at that time look up a single solution to a single puzzle. Yeah. So I, I played through it entirely on my own. Um, I beat every bit of the main panels and everything like that in it. And, you know, I, I you know, kind of quote unquote beat the, the main part of the game. Um, I say quote unquote because it's a puzzle game. There's not really beating. You don't like, I mean, again, spoilers, you don't all of a sudden fight a bunch of zombies or something like that later in the game. There, there's nothing that you're beating per se. Seriously, but, it doesn't uh, become a first person shooter. <laughs> Yeah, it is not a secret first-person shooter. Dang it! Um, <laughs> but I did talk to a couple of people that did end up looking up some solutions to puzzles. And I would strongly urge anybody that is playing this to avoid doing that. One, because it takes away a lot of the fun of the game. I mean, this is a puzzle game, so just learning the solution to the puzzle pretty much ruins the entire premise there. Uh, but two, you can run into problems then where you don't actually learn how to solve it. Which then means that you get to the next puzzle and you're not going to know what to do. So then you have to look up that solution to that one. And then you have to look up the solution to the next one. And, you know, at that point you might as well just watch a YouTube video of it. Because it's just a line puzzle, guys. You know, you're moving a thing from A to B. Like, if you're just going to look up the solution, you can watch somebody complete the line puzzle for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, sir, I think we should, uh, we should do our outro. Tell everybody the GGs, and then we got to get into some spoilers because I want to talk spoilers. Perfect. All right. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to send us an email or get in touch with us, Jason, how should they do that? Yeah, man. So first and foremost, if you like the content, you like what we're doing, we got a Patreon. We we pitch it every week, though. We don't really expect anything. It's just a matter of if you guys uh, if you guys feel the need to to support, you can get out to the Patreon. It's uh, Patreon.com forward slash GG Podcast. Um, we're out there. You can make a pledge from zero all the way up to, I think we cap it at like five bucks a month because you don't have to go any higher than that. Yeah, um, buy, buy us a coffee or a beer or something like that if, pretty you, much. if you like what we're doing here. Pretty much. Um, second of all, we have a email address. We address an email we received this week. Um, so it does work. I know it works. So feel free to reach out to us. Uh, the email address is ggpodcast at trinitygamers.com. Uh, that will get in touch with us. Um out on our website at www.trinitygamers.com. We do post all of the podcasts out there, um, and you can also leave feedback for us at the website. Uh, on the podcast, there's a feedback link, um, and that'll go directly to the webmaster, and we can get it from there. So um, there's a uh, Facebook page. That was the word I was looking for. I wanted to say Google page, and I realized those are dead now. They don't actually have those. Um, <laughs> Facebook page. The Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash GG podcasts, uh, Twitter at GG podcast one. And of course we post our podcast out on iTunes, Spotify, and Google play. Uh, feel free to review us, subscribe, do all that fun stuff out there. Let us know what you think. And we appreciate it. Beautiful. All right. For everybody that does not want to have the witness spoiled, this is where we will say goodbye to you. So, uh, GG, everybody. Uh, GG, well played. GG, goodbye. And Don't uh, let me spoil I will, this for as we you. mentioned, I will not be here next week, but we will have a podcast with uh, at least one special guest uh, on a pretty cool topic. So, definitely tune in then. Uh, otherwise, I will be back in two weeks, probably a little bit tanner. That sounds amazing. Yes, next week's podcast will be fun. There will be at least one. I think we're probably going to have two special guests, so that'll be a good time. Perfect. All right. Take care, everybody. GG. 
oh, all right, this is where we uh, we don't have to suck our guts in anymore. You can unzip the pants. This is like this is the casual part of the podcast now, right? This is this is the now we're getting explicit right here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the the spoiler in what alerts. ways? Uh, just yeah, the spoilers. We're gonna, we're gonna call this uh, spoiler cast no- episode number one here uh, of Witness Me talking about the witness. Witness me spoilers. So, um, how do we want to do this? Uh, the problem, I guess, for everybody listening is that Jason really is only a a little bit into this game. So I'm like, I'm going back and forth on, on what I want to spoil or, you know, how much to spoil. Uh, so here's the thing. I mean, I touched on it, obviously, at the end of this, the the standard part of this podcast. I mean, these are line puzzles, right? So I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, the way to solve puzzle 79 or whatever, the, the fifth puzzle in, in the swamp type section is to go up, then right, right, then down, then left, 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 then uh, right. A, B, A, B, select, start. None of the Konami code. Um, so so here, here's what I would say. I, okay, yes. And, and I'll, I'll lead just because I'm the one that hasn't beat the game yet. Um, I want to talk about kind of the uh, first and foremost just the core of the way the game operates right so one of the things that was an aha moment to me in this game um and i'm hoping everybody who doesn't want to be spoiled has officially stopped listening by this point because here comes our first spoiler the way the way the environment impacts the puzzles you're doing is incredible to me like i didn't even think about that i'm looking at this puzzle for the longest time like what the heck is going on with this puzzle like why it's just an it's a it's a hexagon is all it is like there's nothing here i don't get it. and then i slowly like went to look at the back of it and as i was moving right i saw the sunshine on it and there was like scratches in the hexagon i'm like oh holy crap it actually draws the line for me as long as the sun is in the right position to do it yep um, Things like that were crazy. And I yes, I just told you how to solve one of the hexagon puzzles. I won't tell you where it is. Right? Yeah. No, it's uh, they do a good amount of that. So um, I think that's something that you kind of come across as you start running through this world a little bit more and more. Is that the environment is not necessarily just a pretty backdrop to this world. But it is actually kind of part of a lot of the puzzles. Um, I guess we, we can kind of jump into it. There are... 11 different areas if i remember right sounds Um, right and in the middle of this island there is a giant mountain and you've solved a couple of them now so you've gotten to see the big laser yeah laser bingo yeah oh god it is satisfying right you solve it and like they do a good build-up of like this transformers type thing where the laser comes up and it like slowly raises up and then it like aims in at this mountain and shoots this big laser there and now for the rest of the game you get a cool laser shooting up to that mountain Yep, absolutely do. It's awesome. Did you go up to Did you go up to the mountain yet? I have not gone up to the mountain. Actually, I didn't even consider it. I've been looking for more puzzles. I've never even <laughs> gone up there yet. I should. You should go climb that mountain, man. I'm gonna have to. No well, you gotta find about. out what those lasers are shooting. I I imagined they were the peak of the mountain. There's probably something up there they're reflecting. It, with my luck, it's another line puzzle. It's zombies, but you know. Oh, do I get a gun? <laughs> no, nah, the lasers are your gun. Oh, okay, sweet. They're not very smart zombies. No. Okay. Um. So you've got these 11 different areas, you solve the puzzles, and and you shoot a laser up there. Uh, All the different puzzles are different, as we mentioned. I do think that what you touched on with the environment playing a role in some of the puzzles is definitely one of the big aha epiphany type moments. Um, 
Oh, man. What else do I want to spoil for you? Oh, see, this is so hard. I need to do this spoiler cast with some of our buddies that have already beat the game. All right, yeah. what, what, what do you want to know? Well, no, I, and, and I, I want to know everything about the game. I obviously want to learn as much as I can about it on my own, of my own free will. But I, I'm not concerned about what you do or don't spoil for me in this point in time. Um, so the, the uh, I'll go through the aha moments I had. Right. So first aha moment I had is uh, one: the environment plays a huge role in the way the game yes. plays out. Um, there are certain puzzles that you will have absolutely no way to figure out or beat unless you understand how the environment impacts that puzzle, right? Yes. So I'll use, um, so I talked about the hexagon ones. Um, you know, there's another one with um, water where you actually look at the reflection of a certain item to figure out what the what the line you're supposed to draw is. But that on its own is actually kind of trippy because you're looking at the reflection. So you draw the line like five times. You're like, what the hell? Like, I don't get it. Oh, it's a reflection. It's reversed. Sure. Right. So things like that. Um, another one that really kind of threw me off, um, not threw me off, but uh, another thing that was an aha moment for me is things that seem as though they are not important. Like when you walk into a space and there's something that you walk in there and like, Oh, well, that's interesting. Like uh, um, that must be a puzzle. And then you realize it's not a puzzle. It's just decorations. There is value to it and you just have to understand it. So the one that I'm thinking of is um, the the blue and yellow line puzzles, right? It's, okay, uh, sure. it's like the, the red thicket or whatever it is, that, that zone. Um, when you walk into the cabin originally in that space, they have six vases on pedestals, right? And if you look at the left vase... It's got a fat top and a really skinny bottom. And the right vase has a fat bottom and a really skinny top. And then you go to the next set of vases and it's got a really fat middle, but skinny top and bottom. And then you look to the left and it's got a fat top and bottom, but a really skinny middle. I'm like, oh, they're opposites. Okay, cool. No big deal. And then I go and I'm trying to solve these puzzles. I'm like, I don't get what that. Oh, they're opposites. Oh, it's telling me when I walk in the building. So things like that was kind of an aha. So I look for that. Now, every time I go into a building, like, again... Uh, I'll use the sun temple. Like I looked at it and it has the sun everywhere on the temple. But for me, it took me too long to realize, oh, the sun will probably play a part in all of these puzzles. Sure. Right? Exactly. Well, yeah, because you don't think about it. And like the perspective of things and how that changes is such an integral part of this game, both of how you are looking at individual puzzles um, or how the environment is playing a role in that. Uh, and some of it's the storytelling stuff. So you mentioned uh, the juggler earlier. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool statue because if you just look at the statue, it looks like it's actually some dude who's like in pain or mourning or something like that. But when you look at the shadow that it casts on the ground, it looks like it is a jester juggling balls or something like that. Um, and there's a ton of those sorts of things that you can find throughout the game but it also makes a big impact on the puzzles. The way that you align shadows, the way that you align the sun, the way that you line up things in the background behind puzzles to give you hints at how to solve the puzzle, um, or find things in the environment entirely in order to help solve the puzzle, I think is is such an amazing extra thing on top of just these little line puzzles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, I mean, and it's hard not being able to 
um, you know, have that type of conversation earlier in the podcast, because I do really feel like that's the, the meat and the potatoes of this game. Like is if I were to tell you, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get you a game that uh, has a really pretty exterior and, um, you solve line puzzles all day. I, I, if you told me that, I'd be like, that sounds absolutely stupid, but definitely yeah. when you get into it, and you understand the complexity of the line puzzles and just the, sh- the sheer amount of joy you get after going, I figured it out. I know what it's doing now. Like that sort of stuff is just, oh, it's awesome. Like the- Sure. Yeah. I mean, that that is absolutely the hook to this game. That That's the part that makes it interesting. Um, okay. What if I were to tell you? Well, no, we'll save that to the end. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more of some of these secret things. So you found the little... Uh, the the movie theater room. The movie theater room. Yes, <laughs> I still. So I'll be honest with you. I solved what what looked like the last puzzle on that because the way the puzzles line up, like they have these you know this blocks next to blocks next to blocks, right? So there's eight blocks in there, and I'm like just literally dragging around this hexagon cube, like what the hell is going on here? Sure. And and it locks, and then all of a sudden the TV starts playing. I'm like, whoa whoa, what's grandma doing on the TV and what the hell is she talking about? And it, it literally, like, it, it lasted to the point where Nicole's like, all right, she's creeping me out. Can we leave? Because yeah. she just keeps talking. It's like uh-huh. 14 minutes long. I think there's one that you can unlock that is just shy of an hour. Oh, my God. If I remember right. Yeah, I, did, I didn't watch that one. Um, <laughs> Does it just keep playing? Like, if you leave and come back, is it still going? If I remember right, yes. Oh my goodness. They, they do continue on. Um, yes, the the theater room is, is an interesting one, and you can find those solutions to those puzzles kind of scattered around. Uh, I thought that was that was one of those ones where I was also creeped out a little bit the first time I found it. It, it like it's it's underground. You kind of go through a couple like kind of creepy corridors to get into it i felt like or at least to me it felt a little maybe i was watching too many horror movies at the time or something like that but i was just waiting for like the jump scare to happen as i'm watching some philosophy lecture yeah some some zombie to come flying through the screen and exactly yeah, yeah it's like it's like the the humanist version of a ted talk or something like that yeah, it was it was kind of creepy and she was so monotone it was just like oh my god anyway um have you found the obelisks the ob yes uh and actually so uh, i actually went back to the movie theater after i realized that i could unlock certain patterns on the obelisk to see if that's where those like if those patterns led to the movie theater at all i don't i don't know and i don't feel like the movie theater is all that important and i do feel like the obelisks are that important right and i could be way off but that's just the feeling i get when i'm when i'm playing the game but when i looked at it i'm like well that kind of looks like the pattern i drew in the theater so let me take this pattern remember it run back and see if i can draw that and and it didn't do anything so um <laughs> either i did it wrong or it has nothing to do with it one of the two but uh you didn't do it wrong it has nothing to do with it uh right, the good. theater is basically just more pretentiousness um the obelisks are another epiphany this this is this is the big spoiler that i've been avoiding telling to you um and and i guess this is this is the moment where you get to decide do i spoil the the big thing this is this is what kind of broke the game open and moved it from being a fun puzzle game with a beautiful world and everything to one of my favorite games so let's let's do this i'm gonna tell you what i've realized about the obelisk so far which is not a lot Okay. Um, but then you can then you can go into the spoiler part of it. So first and foremost, I've realized that um, 
every area has a has their group of puzzles, right? Yes. But the way it seems, every area also has an environmental puzzle that can be solved. So like um, when you walk like the, I'll use the sun temple again, right? At the sun temple, once you get to the top of the temple and you align the sun over that, that mirrorized circle on the ground, that's like, you know, call it 100 meters out, you can draw a path and then it creates that and then it lights up a a pattern, the pattern you just drew on the obelisk. Okay, yes. So I figured that part out. Okay. So now, now I'm trying to figure out like every zone I go into, there's got to be some sort of larger environmental puzzle that I have to solve to light that up. Now, after I get that done, I have no fucking clue what the obelisk <laughs> does. So, so that is that is the big thing. So that was that was the aha moment that occurred to me a couple hours into the game. I mean, this was probably ten hours into it the first time I was playing through it. Uh, and that is that that is the big thing. The environment itself can also contain puzzles. So the environment can help you solve the puzzles on the panels. The environment can also be puzzles in and of itself. Um, there are hundred and thirty some environmental puzzles that you can find around the game that are things like you were mentioning where it's you know if you align the sun now the sun becomes your starting point and you can trace a line along something else in the environment the, the sidewalks to right do it yeah yep yep yeah. and then once you do that then it'll light it up on the obelisk so the obelisks are basically just tracking which of those environmental puzzles now you have found gotcha so there's nothing above and beyond that uh, from those obelisks, short of just a tracker, like, oh, you've solved this environmental puzzle. Correct. Okay. And you can actually, if you go look at the obelisk, you can see all of them, the the other puzzles that you have not yet found, the other environmental puzzles that you have not yet found that are just not lit up yet. So right. you can actually kind of almost try to cheat. Um, I can tell you it doesn't really help a whole lot. No, because you have no idea where those puzzles are. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right oh, okay, now. I'm supposed to make something that looks like a dead <clears throat> snake. Okay, where exactly could a dead snake be? Yeah. Right. Well, and in my brain right now, I can see three of them. They look like a like a three quarter circle, a half circle, and a you know. Yeah, exactly. I have no clue where those are. <laughs> Is it a straight line that starts at the top and goes down, or that goes down and starts up? Or yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's like um, me looking at it, going, uh, "I don't, I don't know what's up." Yep. Um, okay, and then there is—is is there anything else? I guess that you you want to know about in this spoiler cast? Nothing in particular that I'm like dying to know about. I want to know what. What what were your aha? What were your epiphanies? What were your like? I love this game, and so like the obelisks for me that yeah, was so you know, okay. So what I'll do, I'm I'm gonna save the last the, the the last big thing to the end because I think it is worth spoiling on this, and it's not really much of a spoiler for you. It, sure. It's almost something that you'll like kind of slap your head and laugh about. But um, yep. my biggest my favorite parts about it. So uh, beyond the world and everything, and that huge first aha, which is that the environment has puzzles in it itself that you can solve and everything um my next favorite part was kind of starting to translate the game onto something outside of the game to help solve the puzzles and i think i mentioned this a little bit last week maybe um there were some puzzles where i doodled out just possible solutions to it and there were some puzzles where i actually physically cut out pieces that i'll you know tetris pieces for lack of a better term that i was trying to move around in a physical form, because that was the easier way to manipulate it, while my wife might have sat on the couch with the controller trying to, you know, do it on that. Um, the big one, though, and the one that just, you know, it made it, it so much more than it, there is a section you will get to that is somewhat color-based. Sure. And to, to solve these puzzles. 
And the way that I ended up solving it, uh, I, I've dabbled quite a bit in photography. I feel like I, and Photoshop and other things like that, I feel like I have a pretty good sense of, of color balance, color hue, sort of manipulation and everything, but there is a section where I basically was taking photos of the TV screen with my cell phone and sending them to myself, emailing them to myself, dropping it into Photoshop and adjusting the colors in order to figure out the right way to solve the puzzles. Because it was entirely color-based, but you almost have to play around with overlays in order to solve these things. Well, the nice part is now your phone, if you got an iPhone, you can just do that right Exactly, there. yeah. This was, this was three years ago doing it, but yes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, and you know what? I've never actually, like, that's intriguing because I've never once taken it outside the game to try and solve a puzzle. Right, but it's well, a- and with the ones that you've done, the the zones that you've done, you probably wouldn't have had to yet. If right. anything, you would it almost would have hurt you because you know the the desert temple, if we want to call it that area, like you need the environment in the game in order to solve those. So that's right. something where trying to take a picture of that or trying to doodle it out yourself is not going to help you at all. Uh, you've got nine other worlds to go check out, though, buddy. I know, I know. That's what we're talking about. I'm I'm excited um, about it though. <clears throat> I'm pretty much done with three of them. Okay. I got I have two done completely. The third one I'm like You're you've got the down yeah. now you're just I just have to complete the puzzles. puzzles. Yep. Okay. Uh have you got any of the ones that build on each other? Uh in what way? Uh oh so, I, kind of. So what you'll I mean it's nothing super spoilery here, but you'll find zones where you'll have puzzles that you need to have solved a previous zone to even have a clue what you're doing, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's times where I walk in and the first puzzle looks like a Chinese math test. Sure. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this one. No, I don't have a clue. Yeah, yeah I don't remember uh, specifically all of the different zones and which puzzles are in each of the different zones. Um, I remember there was one area that kind of looks like a... Uh, maybe like a sawmill, like a lumber mill or something like that, where it's got like a gate out in front of it that had a puzzle that I remember walking up to it and Lita and I both literally bursting into laughter because you walk up to it and it's just like, oh, hell no. Like, there's <laughs> Nope. Let's go on to the next one. So the funny part is I know exactly where that is and there's another entrance to that because I'm is. in right now I'm in that sawmill. And I'm solving yeah. the puzzles in that mill, but I didn't go through that front door because I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, this place looks cool. Yep, that's a big nope. We're not doing that. Yeah. And then So some of those doors are actually just shortcuts, basically. Yeah. And then I walked around. I had to solve another group of puzzles, but then I got the other entrance, which was super easy. <laughs> it was literally like, draw a line. Okay, I did that. And now I'm, sure. in, the, now I'm in the sawmill. So I totally, I get what you're saying there, for sure. All right, so... If we don't have anything else, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the, the big one on you then. Um, it is possible to beat the witness in about 30 seconds. So you can, uh, if you go back and, and play this again, and, and you can do this, you can start a new game and do it. You can run back to the, the start of it with your current save game and do it. Uh, you can beat the witness in about 30 seconds with the knowledge that you probably have at this point. Interesting. And that's all. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. We'll we'll leave a little bit of mystery here in this spoiler cast. Uh, it, well, see, and I don't know if I want to beat the witness in 30 seconds. <laughs> like, I want to do 625 line puzzles. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I'm not that. But I am actually intrigued now. Like, I, after I've completed it, it and on that's my what I would own, say. Go through it. Do everything. Like, yep. Oh, this is stupid. Yeah, go through it. Get to the point where you're satisfied with everything. Beat all of the zones that you want to beat. Go up to the mountain. Do everything up there. But uh, yeah. 
remember once you're done to go back and and start it over with a new game. Gotcha. I'm gonna have to try it out. That'll be right. uh, that'll be aggravating. I guarantee it's gonna be one of those scenarios where it takes me back to the starting point, and there'll be like this stupid little puzzle that you just didn't you just walked <laughs> past at the beginning. So you're like, oh, you know what that is, and then it's like, oh, right there, got it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But That's see, awesome. that is that is the beauty of this game because it is almost like teaching you how to think about the game itself and how to pick up on these things and how to solve the puzzles and how to think differently about a simple line puzzle yeah that absolutely. you almost like leave the game kind of uh more knowledgeable about the game world in a way that i think a lot of games don't really do right right yeah i'm right, excited man. i'm excited to get into it actually i just texted the wife and said hey we're gonna be done early you want to want to play some witness <laughs> how how awesome is that right it's hey baby i'm gonna be done I'm, early you want to play some buddy video i'm, games with I'm me? happy that you are <laughs> that you're enjoying it no oh it's is, good it's good Right, it's like that that fear that you have, where it's like, this is my favorite thing in the world. Please don't trash it. Please don't trash it. Please don't trash it. But uh, yeah, I'm happy that you're I'm happy that you're enjoying it. I hope that we can get some other people to play it because even though this is now an old game, I think it holds up incredibly, incredibly well. Uh, the graphic style still is beautiful. Uh, running around and playing it the other day, it was blown away all over again by some of the environments. Yeah, absolutely. I I'm a, I'm having a blast with it. So I'm all about it. I uh, I'm actually. Uh, in my current state right now, sitting in my chair, ready to call this podcast done so I can go play it. So uh, let's let's do it. Awesome. All right, man. Take well, care. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, GG, bud. And a GG to all you freaking cheaters that are still listening to this podcast because, you know, <laughs> go you guys start a new game and then beat it in 30 seconds. Yeah. Anyway, GG, everybody. Have a good night. Later, buddy.